You found it. The home of red-blooded American patriots. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now. Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 122 of the Patriot Review. This episode is called Serving God to Save America. My special guest, Tanya Joy, who was a joy to have on the show, and I was on her show previously. We'll talk about that in the interview a little bit. But um, i tell you what, she is uh, a, a very uh, interesting uh, lady who's had a full life. We talk about that a little bit as well and done many things. And I have a lot of respect for her. I have a lot of respect for so many people that I've, I've met uh, doing what I do now. And I'm just, I'm going to bring you some more. I have another, uh, another guest next week, Amber May, who is also an incredible person doing uh, what we need to do to fight for America and saving our freedom and freedom for our children and grandchildren. And it takes us all. And, you know, it's something that we we all need to step up the, to the plate and do. And uh, so today we're going to spend some some good time with Tanya, about 40 minutes. And then uh, I'll be coming back and we'll be going over some of the things that are going on in the news in a feature that I have that I've, I've done maybe once or twice so far, but uh, it's called Frank Feeds. So we'll look at some of that stuff and that'll bring us to the end of the show and um, still working on some very, very exciting news. I just can't talk about it yet, which is driving me crazy because I want to announce it and it's going to be such a blast and I think you're going to love it. And um, it's, uh, it's exciting. So hopefully I get to do that very, very soon. So keep watching the show and tune in. Right now, let's get to my interview with Tanya. It is my honor to welcome a very special guest, Miss Tanya Joy, who is an awesome host on, and she has TanyaJoy.tv, which has a couple different shows on it. But uh, she was kind enough to have me on her show to talk about my documentary that came out. And um I really like the interview. I like the interview, uh, your interview style. I like the fact that you're 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 a strong Christian and you have that as a central message. And so, folks, if you haven't heard of Tanya, you need to check her out. Tanya Joy TV. Tanya Joy TV. I'm one of those old guys. It's like everything's dot com. Well, no, I know it's really not. <laughs> so I hear you. So welcome to the show, and it's an honor to have you, and I know you're a busy lady, and you have a lot going on, so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Well, thanks. It's such a joy to be here, and um, yeah, it was great having you on and talking about the documentary. I got a lot of great comments, people that were just like, whoa, I'm like, yeah, I, I know. I mean, it's there's so many people I think that are creating or content to get the truth out there, and um I just had someone on earlier today and they were saying we are the mainstream media like this is someone right. who's been in media for 40 years. He said I follow the stats. I've watched it. I've worked, you know, under the, the mainstream before. He said we are the mainstream media now. So it's awesome when people like you are are getting that content out in a documentary form right about what the heck we've just been through and the truth of it all and people's stories. It's vital. I think we're all in the trenches together at this point. We are, you know. Right not I, to get shot at. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that, you know, and there's so many of us, I think you hit it right in the head, there's so many of us that are, are called, I think, called by God to, to start speaking out and speaking up and your show and, you know, the all the people that are kind of, um, 
you know, I think that that, that there's a group of, of us who this is our, for me, uh, it's my therapy and maybe it is for yeah. you as well, where you started out and it's just like, you know what, I got to speak up. I got to say something. Um, that's what it was for me. It wasn't all about, you know, want to be famous or make money or anything. It yeah. was all about, I need this for myself. I need this for my mental health. I need to be able to speak out and speak up and, um, is that and the is people it, to, the connecting you know to be able to network with other like-minded people the the hardest thing about it quite frankly is that we're all spread out around the country that's right. because if we it would be nice to like be near some other people so we could like get together at least we're like oh man it's been a rough week let's go for dinner or just something you know to hang out that's the yeah. hardest part of meeting so many i've met so many amazing people and i'm sure you have too through the show and and traveling and I and none of them are really like no one lives around me, which is that's the hardest part about it. We're we're close but not close. I mean, you're I'm in um, Wisconsin, you're in Illinois, but yeah, yeah, not too far. So, so it's not too far. So what we should do is we should uh, you know we should go Clay Clark and say hey let's let's put something together in um, yeah you know in Milwaukee or something and yeah. <laughs> well, if we could find a venue, it's always the venue. Well, I yeah. think general the general usually. Him and Eric Trump, I think, are having a lot to say with where they want meetings, where they want these right now. But the hardest is finding a venue. Yeah, they, unfortunately. That is the biggest struggle to find a venue. Unfortunately, that's that's really sad, isn't it? I mean, yeah, because people are afraid or they they say, yes, we'll do it. And then they get, you know, totally canceled or attacked or, you know, and then threatened. And then they have to call and say, I don't think we can do this, which always boggles my mind because I'm like I'm just this little person you know this single mom trying to make ends meet and like I'm doing the hard thing and going no right. I'm going to stand up for the truth and I see these big corporations or you know these big CEOs and I'm like how can you not be strong enough to just say no this is what we're going to do this is what we choose and this is what we're it, it that blows my mind still to this day Number one example, you know, Chick-fil-A comes to mind now. Because, yes. You know, I mean, they, they of all corporations, um, you know, they, they were given so much business and so much credit for, for being, you know, staunch Christians and being a business that wasn't afraid to say it. And now, yeah. you know, here they go down this woke path and it's disappointing to see. So, yeah. So I have that same, I have that same frustration, right? It's, um, you know, here I am like you, you know, I'm just an average person. I'm just doing my thing. And, and, um, I don't know. I had somebody once say to me that, well, you know, you don't have as much to lose. Well, if you lose everything and you lose everything, it doesn't matter right. where you start. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so, everybody, everybody is risking losing what they have. So whether that's a million dollars or $10 million or a thousand dollars, if you lose everything you have, you've still right. lost everything, <laughs> you right, know? Right. Homeless is homeless. The refrigerator box is the same size for you or me. I don't know. Exactly. You know, <laughs> so exactly. let's talk. Let's talk about you. Let's talk about you. Got some great things going on, and I I I uh, jotted some stuff down. So let's talk about your worship album first. Give me the story behind that. You started to talk a little bit about that before we started recording, but I think that that's a great story. And it, would you mind sharing that and talking about how that whole thing kind of evolved? Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about it. I don't really have a name yet. I, I'm thinking about for such a time as this, but I'm not 100% sure if that's what like we'll it. call it. But, um, you know, this is a project that I have wanted to do for over 20 years. 
In fact, I would say that I started some of this about 22 years ago. My son was a baby and I started writing. Um, in fact, I, I what I was saying earlier is I decided to start this project and I thought, okay, we're just going to pull some worship songs um, because when I'm out speaking, I often lead worship or sing um, prophetically, something like that in the midst of my preaching. And so I thought that's kind of the area I mean, I'm a trained vocalist, you know, I, I sing with orchestras, I sing with, like I sing at cabarets, I sing and do gigs and do pop and country and all of that. Wow. But um, when I'm out, I'm primarily doing worship. And that's really where I love, like, I love that part of, of singing. That's, I love Broadway too, but I mean, I, I love worship and, and that's really where my heart is. And so I thought, I'm going to do more of a worship album. You know, I just felt like I kind of went back and forth. Do I want to do country because I love country? Or do I and I landed on, I really felt like the Lord was saying, no, let's start with a worship album. And um, I happened to remember that I had written a song 22 years ago, you know, um, called Ruined. And it was about how when we get to this space with the Lord where we really are willing to surrender everything, uh, that were ruined to the world. And 22 years later, I've been thinking about that song and I thought, gosh, it would be really interesting to also add a layer in there of once you wake up to the world around you, you're kind of ruined to the world. You're ru right. So that, that concept of being ruined to things because you now see the truth, you see the light of what's going on. So I'm going to have to work on it because that particular song doesn't have that aspect and I'm going to have to rewrite it a little bit. But in the meantime, I was looking for that song and I found that I had like, I think 14 original songs that I did not, I really didn't remember I had them. I wrote them. The project at the time, which I thought was going to be an album, fell apart. Um, it, we got to a demo, a pre-production demo, and that was it. It never went any further. And um, oddly enough, my husband at the time was a phenomenal sound engineer in the industry. And uh, when we got divorced, I kind of lost the sound engineer, and I lost a lot of the files. So um, gotcha. all I have are kind of these pre-production demos. And some of them, when I went and listened to them, they, they blew me away. I was like, wow, things that the Lord said to me back then are still really valid. And in fact, sometimes some of them I think are more valid for right now. So we're going to resurrect at least one of those songs in this album. Um, that It's called If It Weren't For You. So that song will be on this album. And the goal is to have this done by August um, because I've got, I'm going to be singing at the Reawaken event. I and saw so, that. Yeah. So my hope is that I'll be able to have it at my at my table at that in, time. In Vegas, right? That's, in Vegas. In Vegas. So that is awesome. You know, and yeah. um, you know, you you wrote these things and and the cool part about it is you I think you probably gained a, a lot of wisdom. I don't I know I did between oh, those yeah. between those those ages, right? Oh but, yeah. But um so you I'm a totally you a, different person than I was then. Yes. Yeah. So it's really cool that you have that because now you're looking at your what you wrote and you have a different perspective. You have yeah, uh, and you told me before that you were more you were pretty self-critical about it. You you didn't. Really... I did. I yeah. And now you see now you see you know that not only do you have talent but you have you have a good talent that's also needed at this time. So I mean nothing nothing's a coincidence. You know I really believe that. So. Um, 
Go for very that. True. That's that's an awesome project, you know. Yeah, and you... very, very. It's very true. We, um, I remember when it kind of ended. I think because I was so young, um, when it ended, I think that I sort of took it like it wasn't good enough. Like you know, it mm-hmm. it was. I wasn't at a place like maybe the writing wasn't good. Um, in fact, I played this one song, If It Weren't For You, for a dear friend of mine who I have, uh, we're friends, we sing together, but he's also really trained and worked with me vocally. He's a professional coach. And so I played it for him. I sent it to him. And uh, he he didn't reply right away. And I thought, oh, he's going to say it's really bad, you know. And he then sent me a message. He called me and he said, what in the world? Why have you been hiding this from me? And I said, what do you mean? And he said, this is unbelievable. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't think I was a writer. He goes, give me a break. He goes, you are a writer. And so just hearing that was like a level of confidence building because I, I just, I've never seen myself that way. So I'm excited to see where it's going to go. We're still, I'm actually, I I set up a give, send, go because Mm -hmm. I don't, have the funds to do this album so um i have a give send go set up for people that if they want to donate or help support the cost of it um they can they can go and do that as well yeah and those um those links are available on your uh tanyajoy.tv website i think they are i don't know if this i don't know if this particular one is i should put it up there that's a good point (laughs) well i i think that's how i found it i don't know if you have different ones or not but but oh. that's on that's an awesome project and um you know it's there's so much out there and there's also now you know uh besides give send go there's also a lot of christian uh crowdfunding uh sources that are popping up too uh, yeah so so that's an awesome project that's that's so great i mean i music is a huge part of my life so anybody that that does that i think you know um most people are more critical of themselves than, than other people are. I find that to be kind of common. So yeah. really, I really I feel uh, I'm happy for you that you got that kind of feedback because it certainly seems to have motivated you to take in the next step and and push put yourself out there a little bit more in maybe a way that is, well, definitely a way that's more positive. I mean, you're in good company. Elvis's favorite music was gospel you know and right and he didn't yeah get gospel the- is absolutely my favorite i grew up like wanting to sing with the gaithers that was like my ultimate dream um which is so funny because i recently was at an event speaking and i met one of their nephews <laughs> and oh, he's cool. a singer and i was like i can't believe i'm one degree away from the gaithers you know like <laughs> i mean it's so silly but literally i didn't even want a solo i just wanted the opportunity to sit in with like the homecoming tour and just be in, be up there and singing back up with everybody. Like I just, it's something I would love to do. So who knows, maybe someday I'll still get maybe to do someday. that. Maybe someday. Yeah. You're on the right path, right? So, yeah, it's fun. You know, you, you uh, are also working on a book you said, and yeah. tell us, tell us about that project. You're, you're a busy lady. I mean, you, I it, know I don't <laughs> seem to, uh, if, if I jump into something, I kind of jump in all heads, you know, head, yeah. feet, everything. Um, I don't know that that has bit me many times before, but it's just the way I always do things. Yeah. So again, I have been, well, I guess what I should say is these projects are things that I started a long time ago and I'm resurrecting them. I just feel like it's time now and I and I'm kind of there's favor it seems on them right now. Um, I had been writing a book again for 20 years. I have 
I mean, it's huge. When I printed it out, it, uh, you know, eight by 10 paper and it's like about this thick. And it was basically my journalings. I had started keeping record of my life. I've had such a crazy life and I've had so many people say, you should write a book or your life should be a movie. And um, so I just started writing, you know, from the pageant background to <clears throat> the singing, um, acting, my my kids, my son was a, a, a he was a three time, I think, junior national champion as a ski jumper. He was almost uh, he was on route to get to the Olympics and then COVID hit. So oh, there's just so many things that I've gone through. He was almost killed as a ba as a child. And, you know, my daughter, who's transgender, there's just so many things. Um, and so I, I somebody gave me a little bit of a of a just a little bit of a nudge in a direction. Go and get this and see what, you know, whatever you can do with it. And so I downloaded this kind of format for writing a book. And for some reason, just seeing that format helped to kind of get me going. So first chapter is already done. And the first chapter is going to be called The Cost of Esther. And it's all about the cost that it takes to really do what the Lord's called you to do. And I don't know what the rest is going to be like yet, but it's got pieces of my life and then teaching about who Esther was what she went through, um, the importance of her anointing and her life, and um, and how that all relates very much to the days that we're in. So we'll see how long it takes. I have no idea, but I'm I'm doing it. The first chapter is in editing right now. Very good. Now, do you have um, a publisher and those those support behind you? People like that? No, that <laughs> not yet. Not so yet. I I know. Um, Michelle Black, who I had on, who was a gold star widow, uh, oh. wrote wrote a book about her experience. Super wonderful person. If you're interested in that, contact for yeah. the publishing side of it. Okay. Um, so that sounds awesome. Again, yeah, you know the the need for these um, very strong Christian projects like you're doing. I mean today versus 20 years ago i mean it's night and day right it's, oh right it's completely night and day and and 20 yeah. years ago we were thinking we're in trouble and now it's 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 unfortunately so much worse it is and, and i wanted to get your input on we were talking when i was on your show mainly about this documentary and and that stuff but we started talking about children a little bit when we were talking about you know the parents rights issues and stuff so what do you think um, today's kids, how do we get our, our children today to, to survive, I guess, what's going on in public education? And what is your thoughts? What are your thoughts and opinions on what it really takes to, to do that and to raise a kid successfully? Do you have anything on that that you Yeah, I have, man, share? I have so many, I have so many thoughts on it. Um, one my true advice and belief, I know it's not always possible, I would never have a child in a public school setting right now. I just, I, I won't, I wouldn't let them go to any major university particularly, um, and I wouldn't have a kid. If I had a child nowadays, I would do everything that I could, and I would recommend to parents do everything if it means you have to live below your means so that you can homeschool them 
so that you can have them in a private school. Um, there are so many pop-up homeschool organizations that have grown over the mm -hmm. last three years. I know we have some here where they've created, they've basically all these parents who now have to homeschool their kids and they they don't know math or they don't know science. They've pooled their resources. And so one parent once a month or once a week, however, I think it's once a week actually, um, because they were going to have me come in and teach music a little bit or podcasting or just something. Um, mm -hmm. But basically, they've pooled their resources, and so once a week, they all meet together so the kids have community, and then different parents take turns teaching on the subjects they know that they are specialized in. Maybe they worked right. as a, an accountant for many years. Well, they could teach math or whatever it might be. Um, that's one of the first things I would recommend is just don't, because the, the schools are so infiltrated, and they're... Yes, we're turning school boards, which is important, but the problem that a lot of people don't realize, and this is happening down in Texas where my sister is, she lives in a very conservative town in Texas, mm -hmm. um, they were historically, the school board is all conservative, but the school board is getting their hands tied because the superintendent is not conservative. So the superintendent is pushing things through that the school board doesn't want, and it's a fight. And so even in their conservative bo school board, they're dealing with the books that are in the libraries. They're dealing with mm -hmm. um, kids that are saying, you know, little kids, 10-year-olds saying, no, I'm a cat or no, I identify as, as a girl or call me they or whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. I don't believe right now that there's any really safe place for a kid in the public sector. I think that they have to be removed until we can really get this fought and turned over. Now, I know that's not fully realistic and I know there's, there's families who still, you know, I'm not trying to, I, I don't say this as a judgment. It's fine. Everyone has to make their own choice. But that's where my concern is. I just don't think that the public schools are safe for kids. And then these things, <laughs> if your kids have these, make sure you have filters. Make sure that you get them to hand them over. You know, my kids were already older when all of this started to come, and I started realizing it, and it was like, it would have been, it was hard, right? It, so my, my youngest, mm -hmm. who's 17, her phone thinks she's 13. Her phone, I continued to update <laughs> the date so that she doesn't have access to things. She still has access. I, did, I, I didn't catch it fast enough to be like, at night, I get the phone, you know. Um, but, man, parents, put that in place while you can. Um, and check right. their texts, check what they're writing. That should be common ground. You're paying the bill. You should, you've got full right. That's your phone. It's not theirs. Um, and mostly to protect them. I've heard so many stories of parents whose kids um, were, you know, groomed ultimately or where other kids come and try and infiltrate and try and push their agenda and if you don't aren't aware of it as a parent your child's dealing with that all by themselves and they're going to be embarrassed or scared or whatever it might be they may not bring it yeah. to you we have got to protect our kids yeah well that's that was a long answer biggest one of the biggest dangers no doubt is social media and the influence yeah. that it has and how destructive it can be and we see kids committing suicide you know well that's an yep again the bullying my yeah. daughter doesn't have any social media um and luckily she's at an age where she says she doesn't she, i'll ask her like are you sad that and she goes i don't care i don't want that so I, i'm glad that she doesn't care about it All right yeah that's good
after we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, immediately felt that I needed to go to the hospital, though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we, Jessica and I let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was, it was just a horrific um, sight to come upon us. Our daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our uh, minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone. And as soon as we did that, the color of grace changed. And, um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. Not one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now. We're about news, commentary, conversations, truth, liberty, and God. We stand for American values and our flag. We believe that the Constitution is a document that fortifies rights already given to us by our Creator. We will not apologize for our love of God and country, ever. We are right, America media coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride, not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. 
me, with everything that's going on right now, what are you most grateful for in your life? Oh, that's a great question. You know, I started this list, um, and I have not been good at updating it. I should find the book. I was going in every day, and, and as things happened, I was trying to write down, thank you, Lord, I'm grateful for this. But I kind of started this other, I have a short list that's 10 things that I'm grateful for, and every day... I just kind of briefly go through it and tell the Lord, thank you. And the number one thing, in fact, this morning when I did it, I told him, I, I really need some more of this right now. But um, God has been so um, funny in how he relates to me, whether it's being out and seeing certain numbers on things that I know are kind of his way of telling me he's got me, you know, um, whether it's. I don't know, a funny interaction. It, there's just these little things that I, I realized last year at some point that he really, he, he's, he's got a comedic side to him and he's funny <laughs> and he likes laughter. God is not some God who's up there with a stick just wanting to beat on us. He is right. a funny, I mean, look at half the creatures he created. Look at us. Like <laughs> yeah. he's got a sense of humor, you know? Right, that's for sure. And so um, that's like one of the top things that I've been grateful for. But just, um, you know, I believe that we have to be grateful in the midst of trials and in the midst of a really hard time that we're going through. And so, uh, you know, some of the things on my list are the I'm grateful that I'm out of corporate America. I, I wouldn't Amen. have left. Yeah, I wouldn't have left Amen. at the time. Right. I would. It would have taken a lot for me to have left. And I'm sure God knew that. And that's why he kicked me out the way he did. Um, but I'm so grateful for it. I, I can't imagine being in that right now. Um, I'm so grateful that he's provided and that I'm still here. I can't even believe. I mean, I've been out of a job for almost two years and I can't believe we're still functioning quite frankly like that's a miracle and I'm really just very grateful that he woke me up and that he called me because I was going on a very very dark path five years ago four years ago actually um, I was like suicidal dark mm -hmm. in a dark dark space mm -hmm. I did not think God was good I loved him and I worshiped him and I wasn't willing to turn my back on him but I kind of did because I was bitter I didn't think he was right. a good God and I mean I, I in my own flesh I wouldn't have turned from that I had nothing in me that could have turned and made me choose to see him good right like that was the holy spirit that that came to me and gave me another chance to right. repent and to turn and my gosh i'm so grateful because i wouldn't be here right now i would not be sitting here i would not be talking about any of this i would not be doing an album i would not be writing a book my kids would not be you know thriving my two younger ones i, I wouldn't be here right. at all and so that's probably the biggest thing I'm grateful for because, you know, even if I was just sitting alone in my house and I just got to be with the Lord, I'd be happy. And yeah. um, that was all his doing, it's not a, mine. You know, I mentioned I mentioned on uh, your show that um, when I went to the Moment of Truth Summit, there was 
1,200 or so content creators. And we were sitting around and we were all talking about how we find ourselves in this place and we all feel like we were put there by God and we're doing something completely different. And in my case, you know, I told you that I was diagnosed with a disability. That's what took me out of corporate America and brought me here. Very, very similar experience. And I really, I, I really, when you said, you know, you have a list to, to put together, that is something that I did too. In, you know, when you're going through those times, like you described, where you're going through a dark time, those lists can be, they, they can literally save your life. If you, oh, yeah, they can. If, if you keep those in your pocket. So anybody who's out there and, and watching this, you know, if you're unfortunately going through some of those dark times, this is a great way to bring yourself out of that and, and to remind yourself to pull that list out, right? And to say, hey, yes. you know, these are the things that are really meaningful to me. And I love the way you talked about, and when, when, when it's all said and done, I mean, it's all, everything that you're doing is awesome, but the most important thing that, that we're doing is we're parents and, and, you know, that, that, um, that, uh, that sense of responsibility mm -hmm. uh, is, is probably the most important thing for me. And, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm a, I'm your typical dad, right? I, I, um, I like to have, I like the reassurance of knowing the direction, but yeah then you struggle with how much freedom, you know, you, 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 you go back and forth on yeah. what the, what the right balance is there. But so uh, interesting. Um, sounds like you are in a place right now where you are just kind of living, living life as it comes to you and trying to make, <laughs> trying to make the best of all these things and, and really to be yeah. more in service, which is, I think, liberating, right? I mean, does, does that feel? It is. It is my my favorite, you know, I have moments and I'm sure you have this where you um, you're you you're in a moment and you realize this is like your best life. Like you're you're in the moment and you're going this. I am living my best life. Right. Like this is what I was created for every. It's almost like everything in you feels at peace. Everything in you feels alive. Uh, everything in you feels just right. And um I, I get those moments, certain places and certain things. Like if I'm by a beach, <laughs> I feel like I can breathe better. Uh -huh. I feel at peace. My troubles feel like they're gone. I mean, it's the strangest thing. And then there's other moments. And one of those is like if I'm preaching and, and singing, um, not performing, not, you know, certain aspects of performing, but it's, it's different. It's more of like when I'm just in it, it's, it's like everything just feels better. And so a lot of that is is because of what the opportunities are that I've been given over the last two years, you know, since losing my job. And so it is. It's very exciting to be able to have those spots and find them in life. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And for me, it's usually when I'm eating pizza. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's about the best chicago pizza can you get chicago uh, pizza um oh well, they call it that or new york but it's not you know it's not, it's not the same. same not the same not gino's east or lou Malnati's. no no and you know they i was reading an article on pizza that says it's actually the water that makes a pizza it's a different it's really? a different bacteria is in the water so new york pizza tastes different because of the water than than chicago that's pizza. interesting yeah i don't know if it's true but um that's funny and that's a dadism. That's some worth, worthless information for you that you'll that's never, great. That's never good. need to remember again. It's all good. So, so tell me about your show and what, where you're taking your show and, and um, what, uh, 
what people can expect. They tune into your show if they're brand new. I mean, what is your what is your drive and, and what's the future for your show? Yeah, absolutely. So the the main show for people, like if you're looking on Rumble or Clout Hub or any of these, it's going to be Beauty for Ashes with Tanya Joy. Um, that's kind of got a lot of legs under it, if that makes sense. I was doing a morning show actually for six months. It started January 1st, and it was just June that I've had to start readjusting because my schedule has been so chaotic. Um, but I was doing a morning show every day, so there's tons of archives, 9 a.m., Central was was when it was at and it was called Coffee Talk with Esther and I talk like this because I am an actress and my favorite thing is characters and so um, I would do a morning show and I've got some awesome big red glasses that are real real glasses and um, it started with me literally in my robe and my coffee and I just got up and was doing the show. And the reason that I kind of had to stop is because I couldn't wait till nine o'clock. I was like, I have too much going on. I was out the door or I was, you know, speaking or being places. Uh-huh. Um, but it was a little Bible study. We we talked about the topics of the day and it may, it may come back. I don't know, but um, I'm not doing it every day right now. And then the afternoon show is 414. Um, that goes live at 414. And that is for Esther 414, which is, Perhaps you were brought into the kingdom for such a time as this. And that show is always with a guest. So I interview people just, you know, like you do. And Mm -hmm. I try to stick to um, a lot of the topics I would say that we do are exposing the trafficking, exposing um, the way that things are being hypersexualized, exposing Hollywood, exposing the entertainment industry. Um, and then we talk also once a week, we do a wellness show, and that is where we talk about health and wellness. And, you know, we're all so aware of we're, we're aware of, of the election fraud. We're aware of <clears throat> the need to protect the kids. We're aware of the attack in the school systems. We're aware of all these things, but mm-hmm. we forget a lot of times that we've got to be physically healthy first because we cannot fight a war if we're physically weak. And right. our bodies are breaking down because of the foods we eat or because of, you know, the things we do. And so that's a once a week. Every Friday is a wellness show. And we talk about spiritual wellness, mental wellness, uh, physical wellness, all sorts of areas of that. And, um, yeah, I've got I've had some amazing guests. Amazing. Like sometimes I'll, I'm like, I wish more people would see this, you know, and, and right. because they're just they blow my mind. Some of the guests that, you know, I'm, I'm sure you feel the same way, yeah, you know, absolutely. their stories and the projects. I have a friend that I've met. Her son was, was groomed by his teacher back in early two thousands. And they, um, they got a grooming charge filed against the teacher. And they're now in the process of creating a law <clears throat> that says that a groomer cannot plead down, uh, because that's what has happened. This woman's case is the only case that is a grooming charge, which means this case set precedent and the case that they had to use, even most likely when they brought Epstein down. This was the case that they would have had to look at. So, I mean, that's huge. And and is her huge. story is just starting to get out there, you know, after all these right. years. So, right. um, yeah, it, it's just important. We just have to keep getting the truth out there. And um, that's primarily those are the primary topics. I, of course, have doctors on. um you know, different companies that are are coming into creating new resources or new solutions for problems that we're now facing because of what the deep state has done. Um, but that's 
pretty much the 414 show, there's always a guest and it's um, an hour, an hour show. So, well, that's awesome. And that's, you know, I can really relate to the, the, the number of people that are doing amazing things that people just don't know about, you know, and there's, there's a lot of competition out there for, for, for time and for people, you know, there's lots of shows out there, but there is, um, but you know, it's, uh, it's something that I think you have to almost dedicate yourself to, to, to stay informed and to follow, Mm -hmm. maybe follow some different people so that you get some different perspectives as well, you know, but, um, if there's yeah, anything... we're all bringing a little different angle, I think. You know, yeah. everybody has, and I, and I think that's important to kind of have your lane. I know that that my lane, if you will, is exposing the trans religion, which then involves pornography, the hypersexualization of mm-hmm. our kids, the trafficking that encompasses all of that. Um, and then Hollywood is kind of the mouthpiece that's driving that. So those are kind of my buckets that, for me. I like to stay in. Um, and then I know there's all these other people out there who are really focused on the vaccines, really focused on on the viruses, really focused on uh, the education. And so if we can all stay in our lane and then come together, that's how we change this. You right. know, and I think, you know, the, the, the topics that you're passionate about, it naturally helps you stay in your lane. And then you, you kind of become more of a an expert in those different areas, you know, right. that you really are, you care about because there's so much data out there and on all oh, of these yeah. different things. So, um, so yeah, yeah. there really is. <clears throat> so unfortunately I am out of time, but I, I want you to talk about, you know, whatever you want to in closing and then give all of the pertinent data so people can find you. Sure. Well, I would just, you know, encourage people to uh, not give up. Don't, don't get frustrated. I believe that we are in moments right now where um, we're kind of right at that transition, if you will, that the ending of that transition. I think, I mean, we know within a month the the banking is going to start switching over. It's already started, but July 18th is when they launch this FedCoin. We are on the, the brink. We're seeing it with the Trump indictments. We're seeing it everywhere in every area we're seeing it in hollywood they're they're getting ready to go on a major strike which will shut them down we're seeing so many things going on right now and i believe that that's all converging at the same time the prophets are saying hang tight we're almost there um we can see it on every level. I, I keep getting prophetic word after prophetic word, you know, through email or someone sends it to me. Um, you know, hang on. God is on his way. He has not forgotten us. He will not forsake us. Hold on a little longer. Press in a little longer. Just take one more step and then allow yourself to rest. That's something he's really working on me. I feel like I need so much more rest these days. And mm-hmm. um, it's because we're in a battle. So, and everybody can find me, um, tanyajoy.tv and it's T-A-N-I-A spelled a little different. Um, that's my website. You can see stuff about my music, my acting, the show. You can watch the show there. People can actually download a free app called Freedom Hub and they can watch my show on that app. Um, I'm on Rumble, Clout Hub, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I post primarily on Instagram, Facebook, but I do share a lot of content on Twitter. 
I mostly retweet things on Twitter, but a lot of the trans stuff I put on Twitter. So um, that's where people can find me. They can find me. It, my my handle on most of them is either Real Tanya Joy Gibson or Real Tanya J Gibson. I just I don't use my last name all the time on things, but gotcha. they were already set up on those. So those are the handles that people can find me. You know, just one thing to add to that for folks is um, because, you know, I always have to say something. Um, the I think a, a lot of the people feel like, you know, that the, the prophecy is is happening and um, there's nothing you could do about it. But I just challenge that because we have free will and That's right. there's only it really comes down to the amount of evil we allow. That's right. Uh, that's going to push us over that edge. So I really like what you said there. And, um, you know, I just hope that people uh, pray hard. And Yes, <laughs> because the thing with the prophecies are that prophecy, uh, there, I believe that there's a partnership. So, you know, God doesn't just speak it to somebody and then poof, it happens. He's not a genie in a bottle. There's free will and he expects and wants and desires and asks us to partner with him. So if we hear something that he speaks that says, hey, I see your country and I am going to do this or that. Well, then I believe that as believers, it's our job to pray that in. It's our job to get involved to stand up and do what the Bible says, and that is to occupy until he returns. That means we're to be in charge. We're to be in charge of education. We're to be in charge of the government. We should be at the head of all of those things, and we aren't, and that's why we're in this position. We forgot, just like the Israelites, we forgot, and we got lazy, and we started doing things our way, and we forgot his laws. And that's why we're in this position. So Amen. we need to remember those, and we need to we need to get in the word, Know what the word says and then live by it with all you have. Life is short. Life is so short. We just had, we lost, my son lost a dear friend of his last week. He was 24 years old, mm. just in a blink. And, um, you know, life is short. Don't miss any opportunity. Don't wait till tomorrow. You Do the know. little bit every single day that you right. can. So Right. That's an an awesome way to close it again it's tanyajoy.tv it's t-a-n-i-a-j-o-y.tv thank you so much for being with me hang on a little bit after i have a a few things for you and um you're always welcome back i told you this before but anybody yes. who's on my show is a friend and yes you too i'll uh i'd be happy to help you out with anything so awesome thank you I, thanks again so much I really enjoyed that interview. I tell you what, I'm really enjoying meeting my fellow podcasters, vloggers, and all of us that are fighting this cause because there's so many similarities. And, um, you know, Tanya was right. We have some differences in different lanes and different passions, and, and that's all great because those passions then come through to you, at least I hope so. Um, you know, so one of the things that, that she talked about, um, but first I, I want to say, I think I looked at her name tag there, and I think the Y was missing, and that's because I type stuff in really fast, and then it doesn't it doesn't uh, catch up for some reason within this program. So I gotta I gotta really uh, pay attention, otherwise I mess it up like that. So I apologize for that. So again, the website is TanyaJoy.tv, and that's T uh, T A N I A 
joy.tv. So one of the things that she mentioned uh, towards the end of the interview was the trafficking issue. Now, you know, if you followed me for a while that I have America First Productions and AmericaFirstProductions.com, which is where I make documentaries. You just earlier saw the commercial for Breaking the Oath, a documentary that came out now about a month ago that's doing fairly well, I guess. There's just so many documentaries out there. If you haven't seen it, please go see it. I'll talk about that in a minute. But so we have these events within um, within uh, America First Productions. So one of the events are actually a series of events is going to be about trafficking. And uh, I happen to be a charter member of Voices Against Trafficking, which is headed up by Andy Berger, who herself was uh, is a survivor. And um, uh, she's an awesome woman and an, it's an awesome organization. And uh, so I'm working with them to put together this series and it's, uh, it's, it's available right now on America First Productions if you want to sign up. The dates are to be determined as of yet because we're lining people up, but it will be far enough out where you get plenty of notice and um, you'll be able to schedule accordingly, hopefully. So uh, check that out again, AmericaFirstProductions.com. Now, one of the other things that's going on is people's finances are really taking a hit. And I know that because obviously I'm one of those people. But um, Kirk Elliott is uh, a financial advisor at KirkElliottPhD.com. And his company will give you free advice. You'll be able to purchase uh, physical gold or silver, or you can have it purchased to be held. Uh, he set out an announcement I posted on my website. If you haven't seen it, um, you can are on my Frank social site, I should say. If you haven't seen it, uh, check it out. He talks about how they're moving the physical uh, gold and silver to Texas for the members because it's safer down there. So it's interesting stuff. And he always has, you know, free advice and go to his website, Kirk Elliott. It's two L's and two T's, Kirk Elliott, PhD.com slash the Patriot Review and then slash at the end. And that'll get you to the right page. I mentioned earlier the documentary Breaking the Oath. I have a great cast that took part of, in that. I, you know, just would say that Everybody who's seen it so far has a lot of positive things to say about it. That is, unless they're, you know, they're anti-Christian. That seems to be the uh, the people that, um, you know, have an issue with just about anything that mentions having faith at all. So it's not, you know, it's, uh, it's a documentary that has a powerful message and um, one that that we need to know and one that we need to promote and understand what really went on and is going on with protocols in hospitals when it relates to COVID because there will be future pandemics according to the World Economic Forum and they're getting ready for them. And, um, you know, we're, we're the victims of those things. So it's an important documentary. Please check it out. That is available for free on my Rumble channel. Also, you can see it at AmericaFirstProductions.com for free. You can also purchase a director's edition. And the benefit of doing that is that you then can download the documentary and share it. You can also get, you also get exclusive access to the longer interviews. So you get a lot more truth bombs in there. The cast interviews uh, are much longer than what ended up in the film uh, because of uh, time. The film was an hour and 41 minutes as it is. Uh, there's also, you know, the story behind the story, which is, is something that we're coming out with very soon. And you get some 
discounts on some of the uh, breaking the elf art and stuff like that so that is available for 29.99 if you use the code america first you get it for 19.99 and by doing so you help me do projects like this one that's coming up which is children of tyranny and the war on parents rights we kind of talked about that a little bit with tanya and i've talked about it with other guests as well that is a project that um is near and dear to our hearts because of the parents' rights issues that are going on across the country. So that one is something that we're working on right now. So I'm going to take a quick break and be right back. Hello, Patriots. Now you can show your trust in Trump and your faith in Jesus at the same time. You can purchase the Trust in Trump 2024 Have Faith in Jesus tea at redbloodedpatriots.com slash shop. Our world is full of electromagnetic fields that, even though we can't see them, are affecting our bodies, our sleep, and even our ability to think clearly. The advent of 5G is only making this worse. There is an answer. Visit Fix the World by clicking the link in the Patreon Review show description below to view natural products that can actually protect you from EMF and 5G and even improve your sleep. Skeptical? Get the free Dangers of EMF Radiation ebook free by clicking on its direct link also in the show description. You can also learn more by watching episode 62 of the Patriot Review. Hey Patriots, it's Jeff Wagner. I love my pillow products. I use them. I can say that they are simply the best quality that you will find anywhere. And you can help us all out, all Patriots, including Mike Lindell and our mission to restore America by going to MyPillow.com today and using code TPR. That stands for the Patriot Review, so it's easy to remember. TPR. Save up to 66%. You can also order by calling 800-519-9927. Again, that's 800-519-9927. Thank you and God bless. Ignore the thought police and subscribe or follow the Patriot Review. It's your patriotic duty. All right, let's binge on some Frank Social, what I call Frank Feed. Uh, the stories continue to fly out every day on the corrupt Biden family, the crime family, and their payments from China and from the Ukraine and who knows where else. Uh, interesting, isn't it, how, you know, President Trump, uh, who is protected by the Presidential Records Act, who, you know, the, the left-wing media can't ever seem to bring themselves to mention because it completely exonerates him, uh, you know, is is dealing with he's, what he's dealing with when these criminals, you know, uh, you know, recently Hunter walking away with a plea deal for two misdemeanors through tax charges. 
when the guy is is guilty of so much and in Joe's case he's literally guilty of treason we've talked about that a number of times if you are poshing that because you haven't seen the show I will just give you one example so one definition of treason is, is giving aid and comfort to the enemy well certainly the Taliban was the enemy yet this man gave them 85 billion dollars worth of military equipment and um, I don't know if there's any definition that that fits that giving aid and comfort to the enemy than any better than that um, but unfortunately our DOJ is corrupt our DOJ is is uh, is a controlled agency that is used against those of us who believe in the Constitution and our freedoms and uh, that's just the truth of it so um, unfortunately we're seeing more and more of this and people are getting more and more frustrated and um, don't be fooled though it is controlled and I think the whole objective is to get a different Democrat in and uh, primary Joe and I'm looking towards Gavin Newsom in California and thinking he's probably their guy uh, which would be terrible but uh, Trump is still gonna uh, kick any anyone's butt as long as they uh, can be held uh, legally and the vote is more legal than it has been in the past I don't know 10 20 years who knows um, so Greta is in the news again and uh, we're gonna roll out with a little piece that I put together just for fun I hate to pick on her because she's just a teenager or, or was very young when she appeared in front of the UN and you know made some of those comments she made that everybody found a little bit ridiculous but the whole you know I said here I'm still waiting for the certain ice age and it was it was a certainty it was gonna happen in the 1970s and we were you know we were we were in trouble because of global cooling and and these things um, you know these things are, are it seems like every 10 years or so they morph into oh well now we got to talk about it this way and now it's you know it's uh, global warming and now it's climate change and now it's this and that and that is of course to keep the definition changing to keep the target changing and to make sure that um, those of us that are out here on the outside are are uh, caught up in this and you know their goal is to steal power and of course that's exactly what they're doing and they're using the climate to do that so um, join Frank social if you haven't as of yet you can go premium for three bucks a month you get some special content that is only available there and I would really appreciate if you did that I'm gonna roll out now with this little piece that I did for for Greta and I hope you enjoy it and we will see you next week on the Patriot Review being confident and deluded and you fall unfortunately into the latter no one would pay to see you perform how dare you okay so she's not in the news because she's starting a musical career
See you next week.